Hey there, lifestyle, clothing optional thrill seekers. Ed and Phoebe here, and we've got a spicy announcement. Brace yourselves for Libertine Events 2024, the ultimate takeover experience, and it's gonna be wild. Find your tribe with Libertine Events, where you have access to private group chats, host-run seminars, and event surprises around every corner. Dive into the sultry world of Miami Vices this May, but hurry quick. It's already 70% sold out. You don't want to miss this opportunity to hang out with hosts like We've Got a Thing, Casual Swingers, Hump Day Quickies, and Expansive Connection, along with the driving force behind the whole event, Wanderlust Swingers. Save the dates in October because Libertine Events is bringing the heat to San Antonio with Senses 2024. We'll be there, as well as Average Swingers, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, Casual Swingers, Expansive Connection, DJ Life of Spice, and of course, Wanderlust Swingers. Be sure to use promo code SWINGERU, S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U, when you purchase your tickets to spice up your experience and support Swinger University. Once again, that's promo code SWINGERU. S-W-I-N-G-E-R-U at checkout. Get your tickets by clicking on the link in the show notes or visiting swingeruniversity.com slash libertine. Thanks for coming to class. This is Ed. And this is Phoebe. In today's course, we are going to talk about dipping into your first swinger event. We will cover cost, boundaries, intent, goals, reconnecting, and the afterglow. My favorite. (laughs) Attending your first swing event can be terrifying, exciting, and fun. You will learn more about yourself and each other with each Swinger event. So come inside. It's class time. All right, Ed. How you doing? I'm feeling all right. (laughs) Ed's got a summer cold. That's a friend of Richie. I know. Tired of him blowing his nose. I'm tired of blowing my nose. So, yeah, we've done a lot of episodes up to this point. We're on number 11 now. We've talked Uh about all kinds of stuff, building profiles Uh and talking to people. And now, let's get to the party. Get to the party. Like everything in life, the good things (laughs) cost money. I know. Oh, my God. It's not a cheap hobby, as I like to say. A lot of people call it a lifestyle you can call it that, but it is our hobby. Although lately, the hobby's probably turned more into the lifestyle because we're doing it more often. Yeah, and we've got this whole podcast thing going too, so it I is know, a little bit more of a lifestyle. lifestyle so. <laughs> so there goes our argument. <laughs> anyway. But I was very specific in the beginning. It's a hobby. It's not a lifestyle. And like all hobbies, they cost money. <laughs> So, yeah, let's let's talk a little right. bit about cost. Not cheap. So, if you are in an area where you've got a club, 
Like in Florida, there's a club called Trapeze. And there's clubs all over the place. Yes. But what we've decided to do is give you some costs in various places around the country. Yes. To give you an idea. Exactly. So continue with Trapeze. Trapeze. We went down there. We were on a swinger cruise. So, of course, while we were there, we decided to check out this club. When in Florida. Right? I'm there. Have to check it out. Yeah. And like a lot of clubs in a lot of different states, they actually require a membership in addition to the cover charge. Now, yes. they, they do that for legal reasons because Absolutely. if it's a private club, mm-hmm. then they can't get raided by the police, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. So, and they don't serve alcohol. You bring your own alcohol. They put a number on it. You're tagged with your number. It's all kept behind the bar. It's exactly. all great. Trapeze for a two-month membership is mm-hmm. $50. And if you happen to want to go on a Saturday night, there'll be an $80 cover charge charge. for that night. So the night that we went, it cost us 80 and 50. Yep. So not an inexpensive evening, Mm -mm. but if you're... Plus your alcohol. Plus your alcohol. If you live in the area, it's great. You do dinner at home and then this is like a night out on the town. So you Mm -hmm. can kind of do it two for one. Oh, and they serve food. So it was actually a little bit better than... Yeah, than a lot of places because there was a whole buffet oh, and yeah. dessert, and their food was great. There was some great food there. I was surprised, comparative to the other places that we've been. Yeah, right. Where it tended to be cheese and crackers and some odd right. snacks. So the other part of that is, if you happen to live in the area and you want to go frequently, they do have a one-year membership for three hundred dollars. We're not pushing trapeze. We're just giving you some some numbers. Right. Now, West Coast, San Francisco, there is another club that we've attended once called Twist. Great club. We had a lot of fun. We went there on Christmas Eve. I know. That was a Merry Christmas to you. <laughs> and that was a $90 charge mm-hmm. for the two of us to get in. Now, if you're a single male, uh, you can double or triple most of these costs. Mm-hmm. If you're mm-hmm. a single female... Sometimes it's free. Yes. It's very inexpensive for a single female. We want you to come <laughs> and arrive at the club, too. <laughs> ah, Ed. Hmm. The other type of events you may find in your area are events held at hotels. In our area, for example, there are... Events four times a year at a hotel. They're very upscale. It's a nightclub setting. Lighting, boom, boom room, S&M room. It's security. It's awesome. Yeah. And to get into those events, you will pay anywhere from 50 to $80 a couple. Uh, same price, I think, for a single male. 10 to 25 for a single female, non-members, $60 a couple, $20 for single female. Plus, the prices are going to go up as you get closer to the event. Right. And these prices, I believe, also vary a little based on whether it's Halloween or New Year's because those are very popular events. Now, at a house party, you can expect to pay 
40 to $60, a couple. Yeah. yeah, so we show up at the door, hand them a little bit of cash, and you're into the party. And they, the house parties that we've been to, there's typically food. Um, they mm-hmm. typically serve alcohol as well. It's somebody's house. They're throwing a shindig for right. 40 to 120 of their closest friends. Right. So, in addition to all that cost, ladies, you have the clothing of the sexy outfit that you want to wear. You've got your hair done. You've got your nails done. You may have waxing done. Maybe you tan or spray tan. And maybe you're trying to get your game on and you decided, I'm going to Get my body back into shape. And now you got a gym membership. So things start to add up. Click, click, click. Two of the other costs that you're going to encounter, if you are at a hotel takeover, you're probably going to want to spend the night. And Mm. I say that for two reasons. One, if you're drinking, you're either going to have to take an Uber home or you're going to spend the night there. Now, the second reason that you want to spend the night is a lot of times the party continues long Mm -hmm. after the last call. Yep. And we've had plenty of after parties Mm -hmm. that have been as fun, if not more fun Mm -hmm. than the main party. Yes. You meet people out on the dance floor, Mm -hmm. you exchange room numbers and they invite you back and Mm -hmm. all kinds of heck breaks loose. It's great. Yeah, it's awesome. You you make all kinds of great connections. People don't always want to play in the playroom, but they're like, hey, we really love you. We think you gel with this other group of friends that we have going on in an after party. Come on up to room 69. Want an adventure that will give you memories for a lifetime? We've been on three bliss cruises, and they were filled with daily sexy activities, great conversations, evening theme parties, and exciting memories. There's something for everyone, no matter where you are in your lifestyle journey. All are welcome. Book your cruise through our link and create your unforgettable experience, moments, and smiles. Visit swingeruniversity.com forward slash vacations and book your trip today. And as you heard in our last episode, that can benefit you in a whole bunch of ways you can make some long-term friends and have all kinds of fun i know long after the event i know now you you could factor in your time you know going to any event and hotel you know if you've got to take time off work depends on what your schedule is some people work weekends there's a lot of things like that that you'll have to consider we did run into people yes time off work yep and for us, living in the Valley and traveling into San Francisco, we have to get a hotel room mm-hmm. because it's... It's too far. Two hours each way. Yeah. It's just not convenient. Mm-mm. And... If you've got little ones. If you've got little ones, you may have to pay a sitter. And I have no idea what the going rate for babysitters are. Oh, uh, it's, I think it's at least minimum wage right now. It's probably it's more than that, I suspect. Um most of the time sitters are CPR trained oh, and yes. all kinds of mm-hmm. crazy whatever. But that's for you and good luck with that. <laughs> now, here's a, a really important thing. 
you've got an image of what you want to happen. So you have expectations already in your head for going into this party. Mm -hmm. The trick is reality is usually different than what your expectations are. Oh, yeah. And we suffered from this early on. And I would fully admit that most of our early party problems were completely because of our expectations. Right. And we knew, I mean, we knew not to have them. It's just so difficult to not have them. You will have them because based on, it's just natural. Based on your life experiences, what you've heard, it's hard not to make assumptions. I feel like it's this innate thing that that protects you for like what you're going to walk into. Absolutely. So it's normal and it's natural. Just try not to set the bar too high. Yeah. And we just talked about cost. You just spent oh yeah 140 bucks mm-hmm. to get into a place. You know, God damn it. I'm getting I'm going to get laid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least, you know, that that's what you have in your head. You're like, oh, yeah. I'm going to a swinger event. I want to swing. <laughs> but it doesn't always work out that no, way. No, no. Because the lifestyle is so fluid. People are fluid. Sexuality is fluid. I mean, everybody who's listening to this has had a night where you're like, you know, normally I'm okay with fucking mm-hmm. every night, but tonight, you know, I'm just not really into it. Huh. It doesn't happen very often, but sometimes it does. Everybody in the room is going through the exact same thing. Yeah. It's an off night. They had a hard time at work. They, they drank too much. They planned for this party and they ate they'd something hoped, bad. Yeah. They hoped it was going to be a great event, but it, it's not going well for them. Right. And that happens to be the couple that you're talking to. Mm-hmm. It can happen. Mm-hmm. So managing expectations is kind of important. And, and I like to think of it as it's kind of like watching the movie trailer. You can expect that it's going to be the greatest movie that you've ever seen. But, mm. you know, it's often safer to just go in going, you know, it might be okay. I'm trying to keep my expectations low so I'm not disappointed. Mm-hmm. Lifestyle events, the exact same way. Don't expect everything that you see in the trailers. No. Some people will actually have sex at the event. Some. A lot of people don't. Right. We happen to be the couple that likes having sex at every event, if we can. (laughs) But there are a lot of people who are new, and they're just not comfortable. They're not there yet. So your expectations may not match up with theirs. Right. Some of the examples of expectations matching up, they may be soft, you may be full, or Mm -hmm. vice versa. The woman may or may not be bisexual. So if your wife's looking to have sex with a woman, it may not happen. Mm -hmm. We have actually met straight women before at events mm-hmm. and th- they're really only interested in swapping with the husband and it's not going to be you know everybody having fun with everybody else mm-hmm. which brings us to a story dun 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 our yeah. first our first event we thought it was fitting talking about your first event yes. and what you can expect to our first event and what well what we expected and what oh my god what the hell happened <laughs> 
I think you should tell it because you're, you're a good storyteller. All right. I love this story, too. I know. This is a great story. So we'd been to a couple different events previously, so to speak. We went to one event where we decided to just watch, and it was a really awkward event. Oh. But we went and we just watched. So it was one of those things before we'd even decided that we were, quote, in the lifestyle. I know. And it was a crazy event. Oh, yeah. But we're we're not going to talk about that story. Okay, we'll talk this about that later. This is the first event mm. where we're like, yes, we're pretty sure we want to be swingers. <laughs> Let's try it. Yes. Let's see what happens. So we went to a glow party, and it was a hotel takeover. Mm-hmm. And we got there, and holy crap, the place was off the hook. Everybody was dressed up. The music was great. Everybody was having a great time. Oh, yeah. And the playrooms were up on, like, the eighth floor. I'm making a number up. And it was two rooms that were adjoining each other, and they'd opened the doors between them. And so Mm -hmm. there were two beds, two queens in each room. Well, we like to fuck, so we decided to just start. And there was a bunch of people in the room. Actually, there were a few people in the room. Yes, a few. Not many. Mm-mm. So I started going down on Phoebe. Mm. And it was delicious, as always. <sighs> and the next thing you know, there's this sexy brunette that decides that she wants to play too. Uh-huh. And so she asks if she can start fondling Phoebe's breasts. Mm -hmm. So she climbed, and of course we say yes. (laughs) I mean, like, yes. So she climbs up on the bed behind Phoebe, has her head in her lap, and is massaging and playing with her breasts while (sighs) I am dining at the Y. Mm -hmm. Well, next thing you know, Things are starting to heat up. People start removing clothes. We're having more and more fun. And more people start coming into the room. Yeah. So this kind of set the bar for us because we've decided ever since then that we pretty much start the party and then the party like kicks up as soon as we start going, which Uh is great. So here we are. We're playing with each other. And there's a couple sitting in a chair. (gasps) Oh, She's Marianne. going down on him. Yeah, Mary. We called him Marianne, and uh, we didn't have a name for him. We didn't, but she's Marianne. We have no idea what her her name is, but she looked like a Marianne. Yes. Oh. And, and we were really interested in Marianne at the time. I know we've never seen him. So since. super cute. Mm-hmm. So they're having their little fun time in a a lounge chair. Mm-hmm. We're on the bed, and we've all made eye contact with each other. Totally nonverbal communication, all just them looking at us, us looking at them. And at some point, somebody like winks, nods, shakes the eyebrows. (laughs) I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was one of those. You can come over, please. (laughs) Next thing you know, she's on me. Phoebe's on him. And it's full on soft swap. Uh-huh. And she's soft and wet and she's enjoying me and Phoebe's 
mostly enjoying her man. I th- she was very enthusiastic at the time. It was hard to tell that she wasn't really interested, but it was great. Okay, so we went from two to three. Oh. Now we're up to five. Okay, when do we get to eight? Because there was eight or ten. Well, so gradually more and more people oh. start joining in. We stand yeah. up and it's like a circle of blowjobs and hand jobs and all kinds of crazy stuff going it's on. It's the ultimate Roman orgy in this... Of soft swap. Of, it wasn't of even full soft. Swap. Yeah. It was this fluid, barely spoken, all harmonious, just amazing, euphoric. Oh. So there you go. Oh, yeah. That's our first swapping experience and it was a level 11 oh god yeah in terms of soft swap it was great and and in terms of euphoria we talked about that for months well we're still we're still we're talking about it years later so obviously (laughs) it had an impact on us but that's part of this portion of the podcast Mm -hmm. set the bar really high because every event after that had to live up to that. Oh, are you telling them to set the bar high? Because no, they I'm need to set it, it low. No, I'm saying it set the bar high oh, for us. Oh, ours set the bar high. Oh, yeah. That event was... Oh, yeah. ...was amazing. And <laughs> many parties after that, we were like, wait, wah, wah, what wah. What happened to the last... <laughs> what where did we do wrong? Where are all the people at? <laughs> right. Where did everybody go? And that's where we learn to manage our expectations mm-hmm. because it's not like that every single Mm-mm. time. Mm-mm. It may never be like that for some people. Right. Uh, that will be very sad and I and I have pity for those people. <laughs> but you can make things like that happen if, if you go in with an open mind and yeah. mm-hmm. you meet some good people and there you go. So set your expectations appropriately for the event. We went in with low expectations. We ended up being literally blown Blown away. away. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You will run into people that I, I call them people that want to get their sexy time on. They're, they're watchers. They're voyeurs. They're, they're not swingers per se they're not there to swap or even soft swap but they want to be in that fun sexy environment it's exciting to wear sexy clothes and not have someone groping you inappropriately it's fun to be able to express yourself in that way it's fun to be able to watch people have sex and not have any expectations and yes mr ed Oh, and I was going to say, the other thing that's really important about this is swingers are very nice people. Oh, yeah. Really, really nice people. Oh, yeah. And we've found a number of people who just enjoy the mm-hmm. non-judgmental environment. Mm-hmm. So, you know, heavy set people who wouldn't wear these clothes in normal life will wear, you know, yeah. super skimpy clothes. Why? Because no one's going to say anything about it because it's like, you know, you do you. Yeah, it's this it's all very, okay. It's freedom of expression. It's just wonderful. People are very, very they, lovely. People just, let their hair down and they're oh having yeah. a good time because yeah. everybody is just really open-minded. Mm-hmm. 
and there's something there for everybody. So right. don't take by my previous comment that everybody's heavy set. Everybody comes in all shapes and sizes. Absolutely. And it's, and it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and everybody's really nice. Right. So you need to kind of, for lack of a better word, weed through, you know, who's a swinger, who's not. Right. Which is why conversations become really important because some people are there for different reasons. You can't expect that they're all there for the same reason. Yes. Some people are there just to get their party on. They just want to drink and party. Maybe they take some X or marijuana or whatever their thing is. We run into that a lot. And they dance. They dance their pants off and they're having a good time. That's all they want to do. Right. They want to wear skimpy clothes, dance around, and just have sexy good times. Yeah. And it's great. But that was confusing for us in the beginning because we just assumed everyone was a swinger, but that's not the case. Yeah. We made a lot of assumptions when we went in oh, and we yeah, found yeah. out the converse and, yeah. you know, it, it, it's a great environment. And even it if is. you're, even it's if you're fun. not up for playing the first time you go, go. Yeah. Just go and have a good time because mm-hmm. you're going to see things that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And I encourage everybody to just go, just go watch. watch. Oh, yeah. Go have a good time. Your first five events, just go and watch. Uh, don't wait five events, but g- go and watch. <laughs> <laughs> Being okay with spontaneous versus planned. That's very important. Hey there, podcast listeners. You've been tuning into our episodes But have you ever wondered about the steamy details of our adventures or maybe hungry for some sultry, erotic stories? Well, guess what? We've got something special just for you. Our exclusive Patreon page. It's like a VIP pass to the saucier side of our world. So if you're ready for an exclusive behind-the-mic experience, head over to our Patreon page now. Trust us, this is where the magic happens. See you there, patrons. We tend to find at events that the spontaneous encounters work really well for us. Mm-hmm. We've had P- planned some dates. of our best experiences with just the spontaneous, spontaneous. stuff. Yes. Planned dates, not so much. It's just, I don't know. It's it's a lot of work. It is. And you you set up with a whole bunch of work. Once again, expectations, right? You put in all this time. Communication. Communicating back and forth. Set up the sitter, blah, blah, blah. Photos. You finally give them your phone number because you're terrified that there's some crazy person. You figure out, okay, they're probably okay. Mm -hmm. You go to the restaurant or the bar or to their house. Right. And you find out. It's just not a match they're boring or you don't get along or they look like my dad (laughs) they've got some annoying trait ed was so disappointed he i was disappointed too the the wife was incredibly gorgeous but i couldn't get past the guy because he looked like my dad and i'm sorry yeah i'm not gonna fuck my dad that was tragic i know very tragic i know sad but it happens it does. It happens. That's why we like the spontaneous stuff because you you kind of meet them for the first time. You you hit it off, 
And that's why these events are really good for trying it out. Right, you, because you're interacting oh, with three to 800 people. Yeah, target-rich environment. You got lots of people to choose mm -hmm. from. And you can play the room and just, you know, meet everyone there. And yep. somebody is going to click. Mm -hmm. Somebody is going to... Push your button. Exactly. Or all of your buttons. Mm-hmm. What else, Ed? Well, unfortunately, even having a great connection with someone, even playing with someone for the first time, doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to continue playing with them. So kind of think of these events as an, a tryout, an opportunity to, to see whether you mesh or not. But th there's no commitment here. I mean, you can decide later that, yeah, it was fun, but I'm not really interested in playing with them again. And that will come up. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Mm -hmm. Okay. Setting boundaries. This is really important. Decide how hard or firm your <laughs> boundaries are. We, well, let's see. Let's give them an example of some boundaries that yeah. most people set. A, a lot of times people will say that they're same bed only the yes, first time. So yes. you stay with your partner and you're just going to play on a bed next to somebody else. Or, or even better yet, more safe, you're, you're just going to play. You're going to go to the voyeur room. You're going to play on a bed all by yourselves so, and just have people watch you. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. And uh -huh. it's really safe because you know your wife or your partner and... It's all good. Nobody's crossing any lines. Right. There's no jealousy involved. It's right. just the two of you. Mm -hmm. And it's hot as hell having an entire room of people watching you have sex. Right. That's great. Or watching other people have sex. I mean, it is a lot of visual stimulation to process. It's live porn. It's it's nothing like porn. Right. It's 10 times better. It is a lot live. to process. There's sounds and sights and smells, smells and everything. And... It's all right there. Oh my gosh. It's it's overwhelming. I so, was always overwhelmed. So go into it with some boundaries set and almost every couple has some kind of rules that they're they're they have imagined in their mind that sure. okay, this is my line. I'd be okay with everything up to this point. Mm -hmm. Now, what we found is in the heat of the moment, you set these rules up because you expect to understand how you're going to feel. Mm -hmm. When you're actually doing it, it doesn't feel the same. Yeah. And you'll find out, you're, you're totally different example. You're scared to death of heights and you decide, oh, yeah. I'm never going to try skydiving. Oh, yeah. And then... Next thing you know, you got a parachute on your back and you're jumping out of yep. a plane and you're like, you know what? what? That was a hell of a lot of fun. Uh -huh. I didn't think I was going to like it, but I knew I had to do it because it was on my bucket list. Okay. So now you're at a lifestyle event and you guys have said, you know, just us on the bed, people are watching. And the next thing you know, you're surrounded by 10 other couples having <laughs> sex and... Hmm. Somebody decides to join you and you're like, oh my God, they're really hot. And you look at your wife and you're like, are you okay with this? And she's like, oh yeah, he's yeah. hot. Yes, please. And the next thing you know, you're on the same bed as another couple 
Well, and one thing leads to another. You're touching each other. And even if it's just as simple as holding hands or caressing somebody's hair, it's intense. But it's a small boundary that you kind of wash over gently Mm -hmm. and everybody's on board. And I will say... I was very afraid of having these conversations with you in front of people. They're they're very small sentences. I'm saying conversations. It's right. a small sentence. Are you okay? And what I found is as we've been through the lifestyle and we've had these conversations, everyone does this. Absolutely. And no and and everyone expects it. So it's not weird or uncomfortable and they expect and and sometimes people are, will say to you or I've heard people say to other couples, "Are you all right?" Actually, I've done this with with other women. Yes. I can see another woman's face and I know that look and I go, mm, she doesn't look very comfortable." And I will be her protector and I'll go, "Hey, are you all right?" You know, she's with some other guy. We're playing on the bed. I don't know. And she's like, "Mm, no. And I will be her voice for her. Right. I will step in if she wants to give me that power. But it's rare people have, I know I'm getting a little off topic, but having that conversation, it's safe in that moment. It's not strange. And you absolutely need to have that conversation. If you need to have that conversation and it's okay and everybody will understand. They will. They do. So you can have boundaries, understand that in the heat of the moment, and I'm not talking like you get over enthusiastic and go full swap on the first time. That's, that's not talking about extending boundaries or pushing boundaries that's bulldozing over them and you're in the next county. <laughs> we're not talking about that. No, 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 no. Because there are couples that were like, we agreed that there was only going to be this. And then you went and you stuck your dick in her. Oh, yeah. that And there was weird. That's not what we're talking about. Trauma. Yeah. It's no. those subtle changes where yeah. you're like, you know, I, I didn't think I was going to be comfortable with this. But you know what? Watching... Now no. I'm okay with it yeah. because it's not as scary as I thought it was going to be. I, yeah. I didn't think I'd like a woman sucking my nipples, but I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think you did. <laughs> now, not all couples have boundaries. Some couples we've met are so comfortable with each other that yeah. they're like, no, yeah, we pretty much don't have any rules, never have had any rules right. because because of whatever reason. I mean, right. th- they were either together forever and they were mm-hmm. like, no, we're experimental. We're carefree. We just said, no, why have rules? That's silly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, yes. We ran into that couple. Yes. We, we did. We had that couple over and had sex with them. <laughs> I was trying to be discreet, but I just threw it out there. Yep. I just threw it right down on the bed. Okay. Down on the bed. Woo. Here is our advice. Have a goal. Oh, yes. So when you're going to an event, talk about it ahead of time and decide on a goal for the evening. If you're waiting for something to happen, if Mm -hmm. you're a wallflower, Mm -hmm. guess what? You're going to be bored. 
you're going to be ignored and you're going to be really, really disappointed because you just spent 140 bucks to listen to the music (laughs) and you were at a swing club and everybody else was having fun except for you. And you can go to the airport for that. Yeah. You want to listen to music? And people watch, go to the airport. Heck, you could go to a nightclub for a $20 cover charge and it's a lot cheaper and you can have the same exact experience. So don't do that to yourself. Here's the first goal that I recommend. And the reason I recommend this is it breaks the ice. It gets you past that fear of rejection. Mm -hmm. Go introduce yourselves to at least three couples. Uh At least three. Because the first one, they may be the people that you want to pull the ripcord on and run away. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or they may not be. The first couple you go and introduce yourselves to, you may end up playing with that night you never know and we found after we'd been in the lifestyle for a year or two where we finally figured that stupid thing out oh yeah and every party after that Mm -hmm. was amazing yes because we're wallflowers we are traditionally introverts we have grown to be amniverts think that's how you say it amniverts it's a you're an introvert but you learn how to be an extrovert and we had to push those boundaries and we had to become comfortable and it's benefited us like absolutely like nothing else that we've tried and we patted ourselves on the back afterwards for doing yeah, it was like high five we we accomplished we our it. goal we accomplished our goal you can also set other goals that are a little simpler, although I recommend that goal in addition to any of the other ones that I'm listing here. Watch only. If this is your first event, you've never done it before, go and watch. That was our first goal. And it was great because at the end of that night, nobody crossed any boundaries. Nobody Mm -hmm. had made anybody feel uncomfortable. And we got to watch people fucking a foot in front of us. And we left that party horny as hell (laughs) and blown away blown away i still remember that party detail by detail by detail absolutely so you can have a great time just going and watching oh yeah don't leave it at that you can go past that but for your first event that's a great goal absolutely the other one which we mentioned earlier play Play by by yourselves Mm -hmm. you can do that in a playroom you can do it in your hotel any number of situations or circumstances. Right. Um, Try out the different rooms that they may have set up at the hotel. Or if you're on a cruise, they'll frequently do a theme room, an S&M room. Yeah. If it sounds weird or creepy, you know, set that aside. Just go and watch. You never really, I mean, you you may find you're really interested in it. It's right. Not, it's just a different kind of kink. It's fun. It's fascinating. It's interesting. Yeah, ex- exactly. And and that's part of this experimental thing. It's opening yeah. yourself up to, to new experiences. Everything. Yeah. So you're running around the room and you're talking yep. to people. Doodle-doodle-doo. Ask questions. questions. So here's three really good questions that yep. you can have with any swinger couple. Hi, Ed. I'm Phoebe. How long have you been in the lifestyle? Not nearly long enough. (laughs) Well, um, Ed, how many of these have you attended? Lots. Oh. 
Well, have you ever been to any house parties? Do you have any that you like? And these are great questions to start off with. Mm-hmm. And you can ask others that are similar to this. Have you ever been on a lifestyle cruise? Have you been to any of the destination oh, resorts? Yes. These are great because you get more information, information. about all these different things. And, and these are our questions still because we haven't been to Desire. Right. We haven't been to Hito. And we want to know. And they're sexy questions that aren't talking about your kids. They're questions that aren't getting into more of your personal life about your job that people want to keep that anonymity. So these are perfect questions to start off with. They're also really good questions because they remind people of those sexy events that they'd been to before. Mm -hmm. So you're setting people's minds up to recall all of those sexy thoughts that they'd had before. Ooh, you are smart. I know, and I'm... Dirty, and I think of all kinds of ways to mm, get people in you're bed. Psychologically, getting into their mind. Exactly. Mm. Work it. Mm. Speaking of working it, yes. Work the room. Da, da. So you got to meet three couples. How do you do it? Well, you walk around. Absolutely. Don't sit down. Nope. Except for with those stupid shoes that yeah. we love. I know. But women always wear that are like five-minute shoes. Right. <laughs> Try not to wear those. Try not to wear those. Wear something that's comfortable so that you can actually walk around or dance. Absolutely. And not be in pain because, well, unless you're into that, it's not sexy. Nope. If you're into it, it, then it's really sexy and wear those horribly painful mm. shoes if that's your thing. Although I don't think, I think even S&M people draw the line at painful shoes. (laughs) I mean, you. I I don't know. I've never never seen that in an S&M room. those shoes, I, I don't know. Had, that's a new thing. Maybe I we ought to start that. Maybe it's a thing. Foot bondage. That foot is a binding? thing. I, foot there's binding? There's got to be a kink for foot binding. There probably is. All right. Then the last, not, well, not the last, but that at the last event, we started targeting people that were standing. It was just easier. It was less. They're less closed off. There's not a table between yeah, the two of you. Right. And you're not taking somebody's seat or sitting down in front of their drink. You're 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 approaching people that are standing. They're having active conversation. Yeah. And speaking of people who are standing, there's also a dance floor at a lot of these places. Yep. So go dance and you dance next to couples. And who knows? Maybe somebody winks at you. They move a little closer. Maybe they a little bump grind. Mm-hmm. And the next thing you know, you've hit it off with these people. Absolutely. It, it can happen. Now at some of the hotel parties that we've been to they have a vip well they have several vip areas they have a vip cabana that you can buy for the evening and, and there's they multiples have... these are like couches around yes. lounge oh, yeah. areas all the way around lounge the areas room. very nice very upscale and then they have vip tables right and people that buy these areas they want you to come by we didn't even know this right. until about a year later, until they told us. And we were like, what? Oh, the reason they buy those, it's like a fly catcher. Exactly. In a very non-sexy way. I could have used a better example. But. It's a honey trap. It is a honey trap. So you sit down on that nice comfy <laughs> couch, you watch people dance and buy, and you go, hi, honey. Hi, Come hi. on over. Come on over. 
and you sit down on the couch, you have a good conversation yes. with them. And at New Year's, we ended up in some, actually multiple people's oh. cabanas. And it was just for that because they'd invited yeah. us back and they're like, hey, we've we've got some champagne. We're doing our thing. Anyway. I know. So fun. Don't Ugh. feel intimidated by the VIP areas. Right. At least at the club that we go to. Right. It's not VIP as in like exclusive Very only. Very important. Don't step across our Yeah, this isn't rope. like Mm-mm. off limits. It's, no. We bought it's... this because we want people to come and join us. Absolutely. You've gone around the room. Now... It's time to talk about some of the... Language and the rules. Yeah, some guidelines. Yeah. So as a woman, I always make it a point, and I think this is a very good rule, to say hi and hug the woman first, if she's open to a hug. But always greet the woman first. The woman in the lifestyle is always the gatekeeper. And if you're a guy... Greet the husband first. Greet yeah. the man first. Yeah. If you go straight for his wife, he might be offended. Yes. So yes. shake hands, make eye contact. Yes. I always want the woman to feel comfortable. I would always want to feel comfortable. And, you know, I I don't know. I'm just sensitive to that. I think that is very important. I think that's, I think that makes a big difference. I think women feel less offended if you... Say hi and greet them first. Women all want to feel very special and, you know, you know, important. Right. So I I feel like that. And why not give that to another woman? So I do that. Absolutely. And I think that I, I don't know if that really works, but that's me. I think it's important. Now, one of the other things to agree about pawn ahead of time is how close you're going to be next to your partner or other couples. It's not a rule per se, but you can kind of talk about how comfortable you are being on the same bed or on separate beds near your partner. And I think it, it's kind of like a rule, but it's also about your comfort level. We, Phoebe and I, really like having close contact with each other when we're having sex for a number of reasons. Uh, it's hot looking into each other's eyes while we're having sex with other people. It's just sexy. And we like that contact. We like having all the people on the bed having contact. So proximity is a good thing to talk about ahead of time, too. And the number one rule at any lifestyle event, ask first. It's a consensual thing. You want everybody's consent. And, you know, it's really not okay to touch somebody else unless you've asked and people people will get really upset if you do that so it's better for everybody if you just ask first Mm -hmm. plus it shows that respect much like phoebe was talking about greeting the woman first right asking for permission right it consent is sexy and usually when i ask first to touch i don't go right for the nipple Usually I'm caressing the shoulder or the back. Or I don't a leg. go right between the legs. You know, you need to <laughs> think about how you would like that. I mean, a guy has no problem if you just reach down his pants and grab his grab Yeah, his I think I'm okay with that. Yeah. Women like a little warm-up, so you can't just go like, bam, go in, in for the kill. So, you know, just how you would like it. Right. How your wife likes it. Be suave. Think yeah. about that. 
you gotta you gotta warm up to everybody it's, it's no different than you know your partner now the converse with that of course is be okay with saying no no thank you and and this was a struggle for us early on and that was being comfortable with saying no a lot of times you feel this sense of obligation or dis, you don't want to disappoint people and you know what you're going to be disappointed at the end of the evening if you did something that you didn't want to or you were you know you got tangled up in something that you just just didn't make you feel good so mm-hmm. say no <clears throat> you can be polite and you can smile and just say oh no thank you mm-hmm. no one's going to be offended and if they are they shouldn't be there in the first place right. but we've we've never had a problem no. with that it's people are very respectful it's probably yeah, the best way to describe it's, it it's, it's awesome it's amazing it's like they took the nicest people on the planet, put them all in one place, and labeled them a swinger. And then made them all naked and <laughs> climb into bed together. <laughs> and like we told in our story, sometimes there's nonverbal communication. And it's it's that eye contact. It's the, the come hither finger. Mm-hmm. That happened in that first mm-hmm. event that we went at. Oh, yes. There was a, a a number of those where it was like, you know, you can wave people over. And that's a great thing in the playroom. If you see somebody really yes. staring, Non-verbal. a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know, they'll walk by and you go, there's room. <laughs> you and pat you just, the bed and rub it a little. And... Nonverbal. You're like, come on over. That I, happened on I the boat too in the solarium you. where people were walking by and we just finger and... them over. Yeah. <laughs> finger them over. A little come hither. Reconnecting. So you've played with with someone maybe or you've played with each other on the same bed. Uh, Usually reconnecting sex is you've been with somebody else and you're coming back together. Right. To reconnect, to be with your partner, to share the bond that only you and your partner have. Yeah. And it's really important. Some people do it, some don't. We find it important. We've heard other people express how important that is. And it's it's lovely. It's it's fabulous and it's comforting to come back to your partner and absolutely. To, to show them that you're still interested in them and that they're still important you to care, you and that you still find them desirable and sexy. Absolutely. And we enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Plus we're all jazzed up from the previous encounters and right. makes our sex even better. I know. Then you also want to talk about your feelings. If, if anything came up, what happened? Um, if you were uncomfortable about anything. Right. Yeah. How you felt. Maybe you need some reassurance, but it's always important to go through that process afterwards. It'll be natural. You'll, you'll, figure that out you'll something will come up yeah and you'll you'll find that there are times when you you need to talk about how you're feeling Mm -hmm. and sometimes the reconnecting sex happens right there sometimes it happens back in your room sometimes it happens you know you're having a conversation coming away from the party sometimes i had feelings to process we didn't have reconnect sex because i had some feelings come up that i couldn't really articulate or 
right. didn't really know what that meant. And so we had reconnect sex the next morning. Yeah. We had to process it. You had to figure it out. You had yeah. to go, what? Well, I, I'm having a feeling, but I don't know I why I'm having this feeling. What the heck feeling. is this about? Right. So then you will also find yourself in this afterglow discussion. Yes. About the fun and the play-by-play and perspectives. We find it incredibly erotic to talk about an event afterwards and inevitably one person will be sharing a story that about something that I didn't get to see. Right. I mean, you get, you get involved in sex and you don't realize everything that's going on around you. And honestly, you shouldn't, you should be paying attention to what's going (laughs) on. You're trying to focus on your own orgasm and then you can't be like your head can't constantly be on a swivel. So you're like, uh, uh, uh. And meanwhile, your partner's over here doing their thing. And then later you're like, wait, I didn't see that. And so then you get to hear this. Heck, we even learned things happened at the last party that we didn't even know (laughs) happened until someone else was telling the story about it. It wasn't even our story. We were like, what? What happened? And, you know, you talk about things that you liked and things that you didn't like. And as those stories come out, you go, you know... There was this thing, thing. that mm. I just, you know, I didn't like that or. Well, yeah, this, the not like versus the like. Yeah. Also very good to talk about. But there's also the things where you really liked it. Yeah. Techniques. We've learned new things from me having other partners with oral play. Oh, yeah. And there were certain techniques that I try to describe to Ed and we've successfully replicated that, which is really exciting. And as an example from the previous party, I've shown a couple women how to squirt. Oh, yeah. So oh. talk about them having a conversation afterwards. They're like, okay, you got to do this thing. <laughs> okay, no, you've, your fingers got to be like this. Okay, now do push th- this <laughs> and rub. Tweak and that and this motion. It, it's great. You you can learn new techniques. Absolutely. We hear and, about couples all the time who are like, I didn't know this was a position. We were listening to a podcast the other morning, and they were talking about some new position that they'd never tried before. Right? I know. And how do you know if you don't know? I mean, you don't know if you don't know. Right. And then someone does something. I mean, you don't know the taste of a strawberry till you had a strawberry. So I should say cherry. Mm, cherries. Mm. Chocolate. It's been a long time since I've had a cherry. (laughs) I I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. All right, everyone. We hope that these tips and guidelines give you a little confidence and inspiration to set out and attend your first event. Have a goal and set reasonable expectations for each event. You will end up with Lots of happy surprises. Before you turn off our podcast to take care of all the vanilla things pulling you away, please reach out and give us a review. I know mashing a star is so much easier, but a review is so much better for sharing your love of what we're doing with others. We would appreciate it. 
If you want to share a personal story, ask us questions, or share your comments, please contact us at swingeruniversity at gmail.com or on Twitter at swingerupodcast. Have you heard? SDC is more than just a dating site. They have expert contributors and educators like us and from all around the world to guide you in everything from how to talk to your partner about swinging and the different kinds of open relationships. You can also find out what you need to know before opening up your relationship, common swinger conflicts, and how to resolve them. Have you ever wanted to know what a swingers club is like? How to meet other swingers? Find a unicorn? Be a hot wife? Well, you can find all that information as well and much, much more. Check out SDC by clicking the link in the show notes and get your free seven-day membership.